You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Amen. Give the Lord one more clap. Amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead and grab a seat. I'm going to go really fast to get you guys out of here. Amen. But uh, we'll, be, we'll be out at the same time. Amen. Amen. Catch it. Catch it. Hallelujah. You know, today God's looking for a people who will stand still and know that He's God. That's our banner, right? To be still and know that I am God. God is looking for a people that will be still in their prayer and not move from it until He answers them. Now, the meaning of still is this, guys. Being calm. I'm going to see if this lines up to your character, amen? Quiet, peaceful, untroubled, free from noise. Come on, how many want to be in that kind of stillness? Hallelujah. Come on, I don't know about you, but you know, there's nothing feels good than a calmness in your home. Or a quiet, quiet time, or peaceful, or untroubled. That's a great word right there, amen? Untroubled. And free from noise. That is what it means to be still in God. Is to have these kind of things within us. And that's what God wants to deposit inside of us. In stillness. Amen. But how many know it's hard to be still sometimes? Come on. Some of you guys are already moving. Already. You can't seem to be still and listen. <laughs> but it's hard to be still at times. Especially when things are hitting our lives. Come on. When we're going through a trial or, or waiting for God to move. Or answer a prayer. Come on, how many know if we can agree it's hard to be still in those areas? Can somebody say amen? See, most of us in reality, and we can really think about it, we're not calm. When things hit our life, we're not calm. We're not quiet people either. Come on, don't look at them right now. Come on, we're not quiet. We are restless. We are not peaceful. We are troubled. And we allow the noise of the world to get our attention. Listen, we have to become a people that will be still for our, for our biggest dreams and our greatest fears in prayer. The question to you this morning, how big is your God? Come on, is He big enough to heal your marriage or save your child? Come on, is He bigger than your struggle? Or that sickness that you're dealing with. Come on. How big is your God? See, God is looking for people that will seek Him in His bigness. Listen. And not bail on Him in your impatientness. Come on. He's looking for people that will simply trust in Him. This is the type of people that He's looking for. How many know, amen, we get impatient. And a lot of people bail. Right when God was about to do something. God is looking for people that would trust Him. Seek Him in His bigness. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 8 in the NIV, it says this. Ask, 
Somebody say ask. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek. Somebody say seek. Seek and you'll find. Knock. Somebody say knock. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. For the one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be open. We have to be a people that will ask, seek, and knock in boldness. Listen, bold prayers honor God, and God honors bold prayers. Today I want to minister a message entitled, Pray on Who You Will Become. Somebody say me. Pray on who you will become. Amen. You know, Brother Derek ministered the message of God told you to be still. Come on. Great message. My wife ministered a message. You, 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 uh, what is it? That's not what you know, but who you know. Right? Sister Bloom ministered on the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, in all those areas, you're going to have to come through prayer. There's a relation. There's a connection. Amen. How are you going to be still? How are you going to, how are you going to, how are you going to be still to what God told you unless you're in his presence? Come on, how, how you, you know, you can know all you want, but you got to know who he is. And then the Holy Spirit, amen, is a way of connection and relationship through prayer, church. Amen. We must be a people that pray bold, radical. Man, I'm throwing something up there and I know that God's going to do it. Those kind of prayers, not an if, not a question, but a, 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 a certainty. That God is going to move on my behalf. Amen. See, God is not offended by your bold prayers, church. He's offended by anything less. He is looking for a people that will come with Him with big prayers because they know that they serve a big God. A people that will say, Lord, I, I need you to do something right here, Lord. Lord, I need you to make a way right now. Right here, it seems impossible. God, I, I need you to part a Red Sea in my life. I need you to help me to be still that I won't move from my place. God is looking for those kind of people. We need to have that type of prayer in our lives, church. A people that believe that God is all-powerful. Come on, that, that He's omnipotent, which is unlimited powers, amen, that, he, that you really truly believe that He is God Almighty. Do you believe He's God Almighty? Come on, you got, you got to believe. you got to have faith. you got to be still in God in His greatness for you. You see, church, there's nothing more God loves than keeping His promises. There's nothing more that God loves than answering your prayers or, or performing miracles in your life or fulfilling dreams. Church, that is who He is. That's what He does. Hallelujah. You see, the more we learn to be still in our prayers, the better. And God becomes bigger to you. When you start to trust in God, He just starts to grow bigger in you. He's not a small God in your life no more. When you can just be still in His presence and start to pray, and your faith starts to increase. Things just start to happen and you start to realize that God is truly a big God. Understand that the greatest moments in your life are the miraculous ones. It's when God goes beyond our human understanding, amen, where God intervenes, amen, and makes something that looks impossible possible. Come on, it's when you get this 
That you ever you ever say you ever got a, a, a my God experience? Like my God, my God. You ever had one of those? Come on, I don't know about you, but I'm looking at a my God right now. You guys, my God, my my marriage got healed. My God, you delivered me from drugs. My God, you, you put my life back. Come, am I talking to anyone in this place? You ever had a my God experience? Like, my God, the cancer's gone. Woo, come on, Hulk. Oh, no one's excited here. I guess you haven't had a my God experience yet. Let me tell you, when you do, you can't shut up. When you do, you got you to brag about your God. Because he is a great God. Amen. Come on. Have you ever had a my God experience? He's a good God. He's a man. I, I, my God. Every, every morning I wake up, my God, you're too good. I'm serious. Every, I'm not just saying it. This is not just a preacher using a preacher thing. This is a hard thing right here. Every morning, my God, I, I don't deserve this. My God, this woman you gave me is too good for me. My God, there she goes. They got a my God out of her. <laughs> I mean, I wake up every, my God, you're too good. I walk into the church, my God. I don't deserve this, God. You know what? I shouldn't even be here today, but my God, he saved me, amen. Turn my life around. Come on, I don't know where I'd be without my God. The holly, man, this is a my God experience. Those, let me tell you, church, are the greatest moments in life. Those my God experiences. Great moments, church, are born for great opportunities. You're a great opportunity for God. Come on. Church, I'm here to tell you that God is ready. Come on, He is willing and He's waiting. You can be one prayer away from fulfilling a dream. One prayer away, amen, from a promise being released. One prayer away from that miracle, that healing, that restoration in your life. One prayer away. Listen, church, when you go to your knees in prayer, God will help you stand up to anything. I'm here to tell you, as I said earlier, God is not against you. He is for you. He is for you in your situations. Come on, the things that you're going through, don't blame it on God. He's not picking on you. He loves you. See, we forget about the other person. We forget about Satan. We forget about the devil. No one blames the devil. They all blame God. You notice that? No one blames the devil. It's all God. Why God do it? Uh, how about the devil? <laughs> How about the mean one, hallelujah, the evil one, not the good one. God's for you. But you have to pray big. You have to believe that he is for you, that he wants to keep his promises to you, amen, that he wants to answer those prayers that you're lifting up, that he wants to do a miracle in your life. Don't pray small. See, too many people are praying small. Just get me by the day, God. Just give me enough, God. Heck no, pray for more. Hallelujah. He's a big God. God, just blow my mind. I, I tell God, just blow my mind. I, I don't pray for just let me make it through the week. Let me make it through the day. Let me just have enough to pay my bill. No, no, give me some more. 
He's a big God, amen. I'm going to ask for more. You have not because you ask not. Come on, I'm going to ask God, bless me according to your will, of course. Some of you guys will give you some money. You guys will go nuts. You won't be here next Sunday. But some he can trust you with. Don't pray small. Pray big. If you believe, any believers in the house, then pray big. Come on. Pray. If you need a miracle in your marriage, pray big. Tell him to do something. Don't just save your husband. Change his life. Radical. Slap him up. Whatever you got to do, God. My wife prayed that for me. Amen. I got slapped up. Amen. But it got me right. Hallelujah. She just got, she got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Whatever you got to do, do it. She released him and he did it. Hallelujah. Listen, church, prayers are prophecies, and they are the best predictors of your spiritual future. Listen, who you become determines by how you pray. The transcripts of your prayers become the script of your life. All dreams can come true if you have courage to pursue them. I want to inspire you today to pray big, pray hard, and learn to be still. And when you do, listen church, when you do that, you will get to know who God is. See, God is not all in the, the boom. He's in the stillness. That's when you really know God. See, you get to see God in the big. Yeah, a lot of people say, yeah, God... But it's in the stillness. It's in the. It's in the. It's in when you're walking in that in that in that valley of the shadow of death. It's in that situation when you don't even know what's going to happen, man. You're in that place where you feel all alone. That's where God becomes big. That's when He starts to show you who I am. This is where He shows up and shows out, just like He did this morning. You got to be still in your prayers. See, once you do, you can start to claim your God-given promises. You can start to pursue your God-sized dreams. Uh, you can claim those answers that you've been waiting for, for your prayers. You will learn to be still for your family. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, be still on the job for some of you. Be still in your problems. Be still uh, around your goals. And for some of you here today, you, you'll learn to be still within you. Some of you guys just need to be still yourself. But before you do, you need to understand the importance of being still in prayer. In other words, the whys. Why is it important to pray? First, let me tell you what it's not. Prayers are not some magical trick to get what you want from God. I already lost half of you. You're out. What? It is not to get something from God. Amen. Uh, God is not a genie in a bottle. You cannot have your wish at your command. Let me tell you something. His command is better than your wish. If it's not church, you won't be still in prayer. You'll end up walking in circles. You're walking in circles with God. You don't even know what God's doing. Because you're not being still. He's not telling you to walk around the circles. He's not, he's, not telling you to, he's not telling you to do a Jericho walk. 
Come on, you know, I'm just walking. No, no, you're impatient. That is why you're walking. That's why, that's why people say, well, I'm going to go to this church. If it's not, I'm going to go to that church and find it. Let me tell you, God is in every church. Come on. The God that's here is the God down the street. Amen. You just got to stay planted, be still, shut up, and wait on God sometimes. Is that too strong for some of you guys? Like I said, one of the things about being still is quietness. A lot of you guys are talking too much. And God says, you can't even get a word in for you. He wants to tell you something. You're like, ah, 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 ah. my God, I mean, I wonder what he thinks of us sometimes. You know, the angels are coming out. Here she comes again. <laughs> they warn God because you're coming. I wonder if there's times where God just says, tell him I'm not here. <laughs> no, no, that's just us, right? God's so loving and powerful, and he, he's just there. But there, I wonder if there's times that we just make him shake his head. And say, God, I, want, I want to bless you, but you, you just don't know how to be still. You see, God's not making us... Spoil brats by giving us everything we want or ask for. He wants us to love Him and to trust in Him in those things. Yes, He'll bless you. I'm, I'm a blessed man. God has blessed me. He has given me things. That, but I've, I've been faithful in the small. So He's entrusted me with the much now. And so I, I know what, how to take care. I know how to maintain all that. So I've learned God. I learned to just love God. I'm not putting my trust in money or anything else. My trust is in the Lord. But because of that, He's released things on my life. He wants to release things on your life. But we can't just be here just wishing or asking for things. God really wants your heart. When He has your heart, then He has you. And when He has you, He'll bless you. Seek His kingdom and His righteousness first and everything else will be what? Added on to you. He'll give you what you need. He'll give you your heart's desires. He'll give you everything, but you're going to have to come to Him in prayer. And it has to be not just a, a genie in the bottle prayer. It has not to be, give me this and give me that and give me this. Amen. You've got to be still in prayer, church. Otherwise, we're going to end up walking in circles. Listen, prayer starts with discerning God's wants and will for your life. Remember, not my will, but thy will be done. See, that's a prayer that all disciples have to go. They have to go to that same garden that Jesus went to and pray that same prayer, not my will, but thy will be done. See, that's where we got to start is in the garden before we go into our suffering. See, he prayed that, amen, that, you know what, not my will. I know this is going to hurt. God, is there any, he was, he was talking to the Father, is there any other way? But you know what, not my will, Father, but your will be done. I'm going to go to the cross for you. I'm going to shed my blood for all mankind. He did it. And let me tell you, if you want to walk this Christian walk, you're going to have to pray that prayer. Not my will. Not my way this time. I'm talking as a backslider. Not my way of serving you. I want to serve you the way you want me to serve you, God. I don't want to do it my way because I blew it my way. I need more of you. I need to know to be still inside of you when the pressures of life come. 
when, when troubles start to hit me from sides, amen. God, I don't want to bail on you. I want to stand in you. God is looking for that, for God to release blessing upon our lives. See, God is about to move in your life and you bail on him. Let me tell you, my God is not going to go looking for you. He won't at times. You want to go? He'll let you go. That's what he did to the prodigal son, right? He didn't say, no, no, stay here, son, no, no. He said, okay, you know, you know me well enough. Okay, go ahead. And he knew where to come. Let me tell you, some of you guys here, you know. You know what to do. You know what you need to do for God to release a blessing, but all we do is complain that he's not doing this, 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 and that, that. Yet you're not doing this, 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 and that, that either. Did I go too fast for that? We're going to go to the tape rewind. What are you saying? This is that, that, that. You gotta, you gotta pray. You gotta pray. God, what is your wants? What is your will in my life? I don't want to do it my way until His sovereign will becomes part of your life. Let me tell you, church, your prayers will be unplugged from His power supply. Listen, prayer is not about getting what you want. That isn't the goal, church. The goal is to glorify God. Hallelujah. By being still in the prayers and circling the promises, the miracles, and the dreams that He has for you and wants for you. Start drawing circles. You have to draw circles around those promises that are inside His Word. Come on, when you read a word, church, when you're in your study and you're reading a word and you see a promise, claim it. Circle it. That's for me. That's for my family. That's for my marriage. you got to circle the Word of God, but you got to get in the Word. Remember the series, The Breath of God? What does the breath of God do for you? Anybody remember? Brings order. What else? Understanding. What else? Life. What else? Strength. Did you call me cute? Now I'm out, I can't preach now. <laughs> you got to draw a circle around those promises. You got to draw a circle around the promises that God speaks to you. That, 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 that promise that's in the Word is not for someone else, it's for you. If you circle, you can claim it. And, but you got to stand in it, you got to be still in it. If God says he, He's your healer, guess what? Circle that He's your healer and He'll heal you. But you've got to keep circling it. You've got to keep standing in it. It's not bailing on Him because He's not moving in your time. God, I'm going to stand right here because Your Word, Your Word, God says. Your Word. God says we'll do this and I'm going to stand on it. I'm going to believe that. Come on. The power of God came to set you free, church. If you believe the blood is that powerful, claim it. Claim it. Come on, struggle over. Bondage over. Way of thinking done. God says to put your mind on those things that are heavenly, pure and lovely. Amen. He says don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. And he'll bring a peace that surpasses all understanding. We need his understanding, not yours. Yours got you in that mess. Come on, somebody. Say cute again, babe. No. I'm just playing. 
You got to promise it. You got to circle it, church. You got to circle those impossible situations for your life. You got to circle that thing, man, that seems too big. But, man, only God can do this. I mean, you got to circle that and believe in that. You got to circle around impossible people. Hello. Come on. Don't look at them right now. Come on. God, help me to handle this type of person. Help me not to build bitterness. Help me not to create hatred in my life. Help me to always love God. Help me, help me, help me because there's impossible people around me, Lord, and I want to display your love. You ever pray that prayer? Some of you guys, no, I don't want to get along. You got to pray. You got to pray for those people. God loves them. We got to show the love. How are we going to win them if we're not even displaying the love of God? Or they say, oh, that's what they call the Christian. When you start to display not the love of God, but you start to display other things in your life, let me tell you, they're watching you. They're waiting for that moment that you blow it and say, oh, oh I ain't going to your church. I remember ministering a message way back. I said, how are you making PCLV attractive to people? Right? Are we attracting those impossible people to come? Yeah, bring everyone in, church. We're here to win the we're here to win this, this city for Jesus Christ. Your, your workplace, whatever it is, we've got to win people. See, he promised me when I came out here over 17 years ago, he promised me that there'll be four priest chapels in this valley. And I'm understanding now. Through the, through the years, it's not necessarily, it has to come out of our church. I'm here to let you know that Vegas is on God's heart. And He will bring people. And we are going to plant church. Come on. But, that, but He showed me that I will be the central church of these, these, these churches coming in. I'll be here the one, I've been here the longest established. I'm going to be the central. I'm going to help pioneer these, these pastors that come into our city. I don't know when or how, but I'm drawing a circle around that. I'm believing in that. And it's been 17 years now, but I will not stop until it comes to pass. In church, we're already halfway there with Pastor Sonny. I got two more churches, wherever it comes from, but we're going to have four PC churches here in the, in the valley. I believe that. That's why God brought me here. We're going to plan other places, church. Don't worry about that. We're, gonna, we're going out. But there's going to be four churches planted. I'll be the central church and wait to that conference. Woo! Come on. Thank you, Josh. Hallelujah. Young man's believing. He has vision. I'm going to tell you something right now. This young man right here, this young man has been taught and discipled through men in this place. And I'm telling you, this guy gives. He comes to me, how do I give? Well, how much should I give? You know, and, and I show him. I don't tell him the amount. I say, you know, I, I show him the basic. But this guy gives faithfully, not only his tithes, but offerings and missions. He's a mission planner. And I don't know what's going to happen to this young man, but let me tell you, he has faith and he's being obedient. Young man, he says, he got, when he got his first job, he was so excited to tithe. I can tithe. And some of you guys go, oh, I got to tithe.
See, the Holy Spirit showed me and reminded me of that, about the four churches that he's going to plant in this, in this city. In Joshua, he told them, in Joshua 1.3, I will give you every place you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Just as I promised Moses, as I promised Joshua, he promises you, he promises me, that God is going to give us the land. Come on, somebody. God will transfer the promise to me, to you. Listen, if you have enough faith, to circle it. If you have enough faith, to stand on it. If you have enough faith, to be still in it. Church, what is it that you like or need to circle in prayer in your life today? Is it your marriage? Your spouse? Your children? Is it finances? Is it sickness? Is it a job? Is it relationships? Maybe who you need to circle is maybe yourself. God, I just need need to get it together. God, I, I need to circle me. God, I get in the way. I like to blame everybody else, but it's me. Remember that old song? It's me, Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's not my brother or my sister, but it's me, oh Lord. We need to pray for ourselves. Come on, somebody. Some of you guys need to lay hands and cast out some demons, man. You have the power to do that. Lay hands, right? There's times I lay hands, I ah, get that false thought out of me. You got to pray for yourself. Pray for your mind. Pray for those, those weakened areas. Crucify the flesh as Paul did. Amen. God, I got I to gotta get rid of the stinking thinking. God, I, God, I love you, but God, I always trip up. God, I, it's me, me, me. Not my beautiful wife. There's one right back at you. <laughs> okay, it is. No. <laughs> well... Whatever it is, church, whatever it may be, start believing in the bigness of God, amen, by being still in the stillness of God in your prayers. And don't move from it until He answers it or until He moves on your behalf. Stay there. Stay there. See, God never promised when He'll do it. He only promises that He'll do it. you got to wait. That's the waiting part. That's the, pay- that's the part that we don't all like. But this is where you find out who God is. It's in that stillness when you wait on God and you believe in God that, God, you're going to do something. And guess what? When you do, you get that, my God experience. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow, you did it. I mean, I can just imagine what my wife was going through when I got saved after being 10 years unsaved, 10 years backslidden. My God, you gave me the man of my dreams. Wow. <laughs> That's how a man of God looks like. Woo! She had a my God experience, amen. Ten years? You know something went inside of her. Wow, wow, whoa. But there's times where she went, well, let's see. Let's see. Maybe he's just getting safe. I won't kick him out, you know. She went through all kinds of stuff. But God showed her. I remember she had the My God. The My God experience truly was in a conference 
a year that I've been saved. And my God, my wife was questioning God, saying, "Can I share this?" God was sharing, "Is he really saved? Is he really saved?" Not on. I'm on the worship team. God's moving in my God. God moved quickly in my life. I fell in love with God. I was just yeah. Whew. I was just, I was excited for Jesus. Amen. And just as I am right now, you know. But I I was just worshiping God, and and he, she was praying at that conference. God, I, does is he really is. He, really saved? Is he, is he playing the part? What, what is it? Because he's doing a great job of it, you know, whatever it is. But I, I, I want to know for real, for real, if this is, this is it. And he goes, he, remember she was down praying as we're leading worship, and God told her to look up. So she looked up and she didn't see me. Okay, I looked up, where, where is he? I said, now look down. And I was out in the Holy Spirit. And God told her, I got him. I got him, and he's true. He loves me. So don't worry no more. Just enjoy your beautiful husband. <laughs> oh, my Lord, I better stop. You just choke me right now. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. <laughs> I gotta humble myself. Hallelujah. <laughs> I need another water, though. I love how the Lord teaches me stuff. Hey, boy, slow down. <coughs> but whatever it is, church, start believing in the bigness of God. See, as I look back, I'm grateful. I am so grateful for all the miracles the Lord has done in my life and continues to do in my life. I'm so grateful. I'm, I truly honestly tell you that each morning, I, I just wake up and say, God, my God, you're so good to me. I look around my house. I, I know my wife's up there. I know where my children are at. I, I, you know, God, you've brought a peace upon me, and I'm, I'm just so blessed. But you have to understand that every miracle has genealogy, meaning that if you trace all those miracles all the way to its origin, you'll find a prayer circle. You'll find someone that was being still for you. You'll find a, a, a praying wife or a praying husband, a, a mom, a grandma, a grandpa, an uncle, an aunt, a, a spouse, a friend. Somebody was praying for you. Somebody was being staying still for you. Listen, miracles are, are a byproduct of prayer. Someone prayed for you, church. And knowing this should motivate the need to pray. And how to hold on and to be still in prayer. See, God is determined uh, to exercise His power, but it's only exercised in response to prayer. It's released through prayer, through trust, through faith, church. It's through stillness. But we have to think, God, God won't do it unless I... Pray for it. See, the greatest mistake that we as disciples can make is a prayer that goes unanswered because it goes unasked. We need to know, come on, uh, uh, and, and know when God would move. We need to know how to pray. We need to know how to stay in His bigness. And I promise you this, church, that when you go to God, amen, He will answer your prayer. His Answer is not limited. Listen, by your request. This is where God blows your mind. 
And then you have your own my God experience. He blows your mind. You're praying for this, He gives it to you plus more. Come on. You see, we pray out of ignorance. God answers all-knowing. Come on, we pray out of weakness. And God answers out of power. Listen, God has the ability to answer what we should have prayed for, amen, because we lack knowledge or the ability to even ask because we don't know how to pray sometimes. But when you just go to God, when you start to just be still in God, still in faith, still in trust, my God, your God takes over, church. Come on. But you got to go to God to get the answers. Remember, we got God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, amen, and God the Holy Spirit who's helping us, guiding us, teaching us. Come on, Romans chapter 8, 26 to 30, uh, 28, and I'm closing with this, amen. It says, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays with, for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts, say all hearts, all hearts what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for the believer in harmony to God's own will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. Come on, even when you don't know how to pray, church, just go to God and the Holy Spirit takes over. That's where the tongue comes, church. The Spirit knows how to ask for you. He's your friend. He's your comforter. He's your buddy. He's there to help you. Come on. Hang on to this friend that God promised us. I don't have no friends. Yes, you have the Holy Spirit. He's your friend. You just got to call upon Him. He'll be there. He'll always show you. I don't know how to pray for my wife anymore. I'll show you. I'll take over. I'll go to the Father on your behalf. I'll pray. And then all of a sudden when He's praying and you're there and they just start to groan or cry, you start to understand the Spirit's saying. Our spirit starts to identify those things, and all of a sudden, he starts to give you, he starts downloading stuff in your spirit. Yes, I got it. Okay, God, now I know what to pray for. Now God's showing you stuff. He starts to show you your area. He starts to show you your life. He starts to show you the situations and the areas in your life that need to be taken care of. You got to go to God first. Amen. I close today, church. Those answers are a testament of God's power and a reminder that if you stand still in prayer, God will answer those prayers somehow, some way, sometime, someday. Listen, your prayers have the potential, listen, to change the course of history. We have the potential in prayer, church, to change the world around us. God has to change you first. Prepare. God can do all things, church. It's time, PCLV, to stand still in prayer. Because how you pray, church, determines how you who you become. Come on, you got to pray yourself, not just a 
a good father, but a great father. Not just a good wife, but a great wife. A great dad. Great man of God. Awesome man of awesome woman of God. You gotta pray that I'm, I'm more than that. Oh, you, you belong to the king. King of kings and Lord of lords, man. You're part of royalty. We're part of royalty, church. Come on. We don't serve a ghetto God. Though he went to the ghetto for us. Come on, he's a royal God. He's a good God. He's a faithful God. He's an all-powerful God. You are sons and daughters of the King. Carry a, 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 you carry a heavy name with you. And in the name of Jesus, things happen. Come on. I'm someone in Christ. Without Him, I'm nobody. I'm nothing. Apart from Jesus, I can do nothing. With God, all things. All things are possible. Amen. Let's all stand up. Amen. I told you I'd get you out of time. <laughs>